welcome to Unlocking Insight, a monthly podcast devoted to nurturing and empowering you. Today's podcast is the final episode on the dilemma of forgiveness. Today, I will be exploring why we should decide to forgive, the power of forgiveness, and some important points of reflection. Leave a comment or a voice note to let me know what your thoughts are on the topic and regarding any further topics that you would like me to cover on this podcast. You can also find me on YouTube at Ezra Voice of Reason, on Instagram at Edifying Answers, and Facebook at Edify the People. Our next podcast will commence on the 15th of July, and I will be discussing the topic of self-care. Forgiveness is letting go of all bitterness and finding peace within. Forgiveness is starting over. Forgiveness, it helps me to move forward and not to remain stuck in the present. Forgiveness is key. Forgiveness is not about releasing someone from accountability for their actions. It is about us letting go of our anger and resentment. Forgiveness to me is knowing that hurt people hurt people and they're doing that most people are doing the best they can with the resources they have and the experiences they've had um, and been through. So I think forgiveness is doing it for yourself um, because you realise um, over time that many people are in a state where they're hurting themselves and then they lash out on other people or do things that um, sometimes characteristically they wouldn't do or often it stems from their childhood and it's about their own identity. Forgiveness is for me more than it is for the offender. It is a decision and a choice I make not to allow someone to reside rent-free in the chambers of my heart and cause me residual pain. It might take some time to forget, but I make that decision to forgive and immediately I feel liberated. That to me is forgiveness. Welcome to the final edition of the dilemma of forgiveness. You know, learning about forgiveness is one of the most significant things that we can do because forgiveness is one of the biggest internal battles individuals have to wrestle with or might even be struggling with at this very present moment. It is something that is captured and spoken about in all forms of religion and spirituality. For example, there are 62 passages in the Bible with the word forgive in it and 27 with the word forgiveness. Forgiveness is mentioned 200 times in the Quran. 
when we look at Hinduism under the Dharma wisdom, it is said that you are to practice forgiveness, to be free of inner violence of your rage. And you do not abandon the pursuit of the right action. In ancient Kemetic wisdom, Ma'at, which is the ancient, sorry, ancient Egyptian goddess of truth, justice, harmony, and balance. And with Ma'at, to forgive means to give the energy forward to the future or new possibilities. Otherwise, we're left dragging around psychic baggage. And there are 42 ideals of Ma'at. And number 18 states, I remain in balance with my emotions. And the only way that we can achieve this is by following number, eight, number 28, which states, I am forgiven. And it's only then that we can be brought back into order. It is only then that our hearts can be as light as a feather. So the question comes again, why should we decide to forgive? And so it's really important that we understand this, that we really come to grips with this and we firmly cement this in our hearts and minds. We practice forgiveness for our own sakes, to not be locked in anger, fear, and resentment, the toxic trio. And so it's in your best interest to walk in forgiveness so you can be freed from your inner anger, your fears, and your resentment. You see, resentment, whether it be cold fury or smoldering rage, hardens your emotions and narrows your options in responding to life. It is like a maze that keeps you trapped. And once you are in that maze, you find it harder and harder to find meaning to find purpose, to find peace in your life. You see, wounded people are like a door that is shut tight. Unforgiveness is the lock that prevents entry. And forgiveness is the only key that can open that door. And so it is important, although difficult, that we journey upon the pathway of forgiveness. It is difficult to avoid something that is always by your side, in your heart and in your mind. And so when we are thinking about unforgiveness, and we're holding on to it, and we're fighting to keep it, and we're choosing to remember the hurt and the pain 
that someone has done, then it becomes a part of us. It forms its home in your heart. It builds its garden in your mind. And it holds you captive to your pain. Unforgiveness can only live and survive in a hostile environment. I'll say that again. Unforgiveness can only live and survive in a hostile environment. So it seeks to darken our hearts. It wants to reprogram our minds. And it lives to blind our eyes to the possibility of a new and bright future. And so it is so important that we journey on that pathway of forgiveness. And so that we can change that environment, that hostile environment, that negative environment, so that we can begin to free ourselves and live again. Because when we choose to live out of unforgiveness, we become the Titanic and life becomes the iceberg that we continuously crash into, causing various calamities and casualties. And I'm sure we can all look back at our own life and see when we were harboring and holding on to unforgiveness, the problems it caused, the dilemmas it created, the circumstances that manifested. And so we have to choose the pathway of forgiveness so we can avoid the icebergs that crash us that cause for us to sink and damage our lives and our relationships. Unforgiveness for me is like turning off your own internal GPS navigational process. And once it's turned off, we can't find our way. We don't know where we're going. We can't see a way forwards. But once we turn it back on, by, by beginning to forgive, we are redirected internally on the path of our freedom, our peace, and our serenity. So I want you to do a quick test right now and do your own post-mortem of unforgiveness. And whether you're facing it right now or whether it's something that you've had to deal with in the past, how did it benefit you? What did you gain from it? How did it increase the value of your life? How did it serve you? What great memories do you have from it? Does it evoke feelings of happiness? The times when you held on to your unforgiveness. 
And so it is really important that we take that time to look back or even look over what we're experiencing right now if we are walking in unforgiveness and see that it has no real value. And so don't be loyal to anything that is not working for you. And that includes unforgiveness. So I want us to speak now about the power of forgiveness. Because there is such a power when we choose to forgive. You see, forgiveness is an internal transformation that manifests itself in external manifestations. You see, it is always an inside job. And when you start to forgive, it changes everything within and without in your life. It's important to understand that we are all containers. And like containers, we all have a capacity by which we can be filled. And so if our boxes are two thirds full of fear, bitterness, anger, unforgiveness, rage, and hate, then there is little room for things like joy, peace, and happiness. And so when we are harboring unforgiveness, we are choosing to fill up our containers with negative energy, with things that will not produce joy and life and abundance. And then we wonder why things like illnesses, sickness, sadness, lack can manifest in our lives. And so forgiveness is the way forwards. Forgiveness is the key of life. Forgiveness is something that is difficult, but necessary for all of us to live a meaningful life. Because unforgiveness by nature creates toxicity. Forgiveness by nature and over time introduces the antidote that heals us, that frees us and redeems us. You see, forgiveness helps us to think about the present rather than dwelling on and being bound by the past. It enables us to look at things with a fresh set of eyes rather than being consumed and only seeing things from the damage, the scars, and the wounds of our past. The reality is, we can't reach a place of self-enlightenment or higher consciousness while being held down and bound by the chains of unforgiveness. I'll say this again because this is so important. 
we cannot reach a place of self-enlightenment and higher consciousness while being held down and bound by the chains of unforgiveness. And so we need to seek that path. We need to push through. We need to embrace the path of forgiveness. Because it is like giving birth to a new chapter in your life. It is the seed that will, that when watered, will bring forth a new paradigm shift, a new dimension, a new level of freedom that you can walk in. And that chapter, when we begin to receive and walk in forgiveness is where we can begin to heal and grow and find ourselves again. Because the unfortunate truth about unforgiveness is it causes us to lose ourselves, our ways, our values, our identities, because we focus on and are drawn to the wounds, the hurts, and the scars of our past. So I want to give you five final points for you to reflect on as we consider and look into this dilemma of forgiveness. And the first one is that forgiveness is forgiving people for their weaknesses, their fears, their insecurities, their lack of character, or their inability to love. And in many cases, it will be the same for ourselves with someone in our lives. And so it's important that we sow what we have reaped. Where we have had others forgive us and others, you know, turn the cheek and others give us another chance and opportunity. It is important that we remember we are on that same journey and how others have made us feel. We may have made others feel. And so it's important that we remember that that person was weak in a certain area and maybe didn't know better or couldn't do better. And so it's, it's important that we learn to forgive them because in some areas where we couldn't do better or didn't do better, we will require that same investment from others towards us. Point number two is that unforgiveness is like a bad contract that has come to an end. And I'm sure as when you did your post-mortem on forgiveness a little bit earlier, that you didn't find anything good about it. It didn't bless your life in any way. It didn't add value to your life. It didn't build your character. It didn't make your relationships flow in a much more you know, positive way. And so 
let that bad contract come to an end today. Let today be the beginning of a new beginning for you. Number three, anger can be a part of the process of healing because the heat of rage allows our wounds to scar over and heal. And that heat will enable us to know what has happened to us and help us to understand what we are forgiven. Now, that may sound a bit paradoxical and you'd think, well, if I'm forgiven, how could I be angry? But I think it's important that we understand that having the anger for a period of time is healthy for us to then understand what we are forgiven. You see, some people just want to forgive straight away and they haven't allowed themselves to go through the process, the necessary process, in order for them to truly heal, forgive, and be free. You see, the five stages of grief are really important for us to be aware of when we go through losses, when we go through difficulties, when we go through experiences, and we are feeding grief because it goes from denial to anger, to bargaining, to depression, and then finally acceptance. And so if you have experienced grief by what someone's done or said, or what they didn't do or say, and you don't go through that process of anger, how can you get to the stage of acceptance when you let go, when you forgive and you can move on? And so, Anger does have its place for a moment because anger is not a destination. It's a stop point, like a petrol station. You stop off there, you do what you need to do, and then you move on. And so it's important that we can have a space and a time to be angry, to reflect, to, to, to see and really understand what pain has been caused so we can then leave that and move on to the path of forgiveness number four forgiveness is an invisible force that helps to keep the world spinning i'll say that again forgiveness is an invisible force that helps to keep the world spinning you see every relationship family team and organization are doomed without it could you imagine what the world would be like if no one ever forgave the wars the violence the animosity the pain the separation, the isolation. And so forgiveness is so powerful because it keeps the world spinning. It keeps people connected. It keeps relationships flourishing. It enables people to move on from pains, from hurts, from bad situations that's happened in their lives and still 
be able to find meaning. And so you want to be a part of this powerful force so that your relationships, your family, the team that you work in, the organization that you are part of can experience the blessings, the joy, and the benefits as you walk in forgiveness. And number five is that forgiveness is like a file that has been downloaded into each of our souls. And you see, that file is one of the most precious files that every single human being has access to. But we all have a choice whether to open it or not, whether to accept or reject that file. And if we choose not to, the virus of unforgiveness will continue to infect us. And the more that we allow unforgiveness to flourish in our hearts and in our minds is the more that we lose sight and understanding of who we are. So in closing, I want to tell you this, it takes courage to forgive, but it brings with it a new and abundant life as we realize the baggage, and so as we release the baggage of our past. So I hope you found this podcast series on forgiveness helpful. And I ask you to please share it with those who you feel would benefit. Our next podcast will commence on the 15th of July and the topic of discussion will be self-care. Thank you for listening and take care. Forgiveness is about acceptance and about choice. To forgive, we first have to accept that something happened or somebody did something to us in the past that we didn't like, that hurt us, that created negative outcomes for us at that time, and that we didn't have the resources or the emotional or mental wherewithal to deal with it and to accept our shortcoming and theirs. But then after that, after we accept what happened to us with open arms, the next step is to make a choice. And it's a choice to keep going and a choice to acknowledge something bad happening and the emotions surrounding that situation while also taking a step forward. It's making a space for that unpleasant thought or unpleasant feeling that you carry with you from the past, but moving forward anyway towards the thing that ignites you the most in life. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
I hope you found it useful. To find out more about what I do and my organization, Edifying Answers, go to www.edifyinganswers.com. This is Ezra, aka The Voice of Reason, over and out.